0: I said welcome to, welcome to the Dirty sports angel welcome to, welcome to the Dirty sports podcast.
1: welcome to the Dirty sports podcast I'm your host Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Lake Tahoe, Nevada slash California. I don't know. Joey, no chill, Prano.
0: Hello, Andrew. I am in, uh, I'm on the Nevada side currently.
1: Okay. So you're currently
0: Nevada. the Nevada side of Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Nevada?
1: I think that's how it's weird. Yeah,
0: they're weird about how you pronounce. They they really don't want you to call it Nevada.
1: No, I learned that living there. They they definitely are very particular. Kind of like we used to get. I used to get chatted by Shaboring on Gonzaga Gonzaga. Yeah, I think, the, I think it. I think it's zags.
0: Those, those, those uppity Seattle folks. Yeah. So. So a little, little little road trip
1: for you up north. A
0: little, yeah, a little road trip. You know me. You know I love. You know I love the Greater Lake Tahoe area. Hung out with your boy, Damo yesterday. Let's let's do a shout out to Damo who listens to us as he goes to sleep. So he just heard his name as he's dozing off in his bed.
1: Weird move,
0: uh, by the way. Yeah. Like- Weird move to listen to the Dirty Sports Podcast as you sleep.
1: Yeah. Also, I wonder how that affects your your sleep rhythm or your dreams. Or your he, you know, he, said,
0: he said he said he's had he's had dreams with our voices in it. I said you you probably have a lot of dreams about Derek Jeter being overrated. <laughs> That's unbelievable. But we had a great day out on Damo's boat yesterday. Um, up here with good friend of the show Andy Lazarus, just you know kicking around. We had a boat day. We. Uh, you know, we had we had a beach day, we had a c- couple casino nights, back to back nights. Me coming home with wins from the casino. What
1: type of wins? Give me, give me some details. Uh, sat down with a hundred dollars
0: last night, came home with twelve hundred.
1: Wow, think, you had you had a nice little little nice little ROI on that.
0: Yeah, night before sat down with two hundred, came home with nine fifty.
1: <laughs> what are you playing to win this? Lake
0: Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, can't wait to get rid of me. I came here to fucking chew bubble gum and win blackjack hands. And I'm all out of bubble gum. So what are you playing when you win? Honestly, just blackjack. We've just been playing blackjack. Uh, Laz's girl. Um, we taught her blackjack night, night one. And so we're just kind of team blackjacking. You you which mean? is strange for me because I, you know, I kind of gave up blackjack years ago. Usually I'm a poker guy at the casino these days, but we're it was like, it was like fuck around weekend and s- sorry about it. Sorry. I had to take fuck a couple thousand dollars off of you guys.
1: You were here. Fun. Uh, Andy Ruther. fact, I've played blackjack at a casino once in my life.
0: How is that possible? You lived in Vegas.
1: I just didn't care. I dude, I didn't gamble. I, I put pl- the only time I played blackjack when I lived there, it wasn't even when I lived there. I went for a, a bachelor party with buddies. I, I just, I, I I've never played poker once. Gambling at a casino, it's wild. Yeah, I just I just the the cards. You're just sports sports bet basically. Yeah, but even that, you know me. I'm 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 such a casual sports bet. Like I'll do it, but yeah, I just gambling has never. It's just never done it for me. It's fine. Like I'm not against it. Of course, I'm all for it. But I just it's never. I know people who get that gambling rush and they get that gambling high. It's just, I don't know. I like when I lived there, it was more jobs just partying for me. Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. It's exciting. You're around people, you're in a casino, the energy's great, or it can be depressing as all hell. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: you know, weekends here, Friday, Saturday, it's wild, wild out of the casinos. Sunday, last night, it was like, oh, boy neck it was, it was, it was, it in one day it turned very dark. But for us, we found a nice little table and we went
1: on a little heater. That's good, man. Yeah, we, we were texting last night, you, me, you, and uh, Randy Ruther. That's right, texting about that preseason Giants Bengals game. And I've read a lot on that hit. So it's Randy Moss's son, who I think is a third string tight end right now for the Bengals. Thaddeus Moss, the the low block on your number five pick is that correct? I believe that's correct. Kayvon Thibodeau is that his, is that his name? Am I pronouncing that correct? Is that accurate? Did I lose Joe? Joe's just sitting there. He's just paused. We're just we're gonna go with the name Kayvon Thibodeau. Anyway, it was a low block. On him, and there's a lot of opinions whether it was a dirty block, a fair block within the rules. I'm unsure as I watch it. I watch it a million times. I don't even know anymore what NFL rules are. Joe is completely frozen. Joe has no take on this
0: i I have no idea what happened there. Did you lose uh, me?
1: Yeah, you just froze.
0: Yeah, and I could hear you saying I was frozen, and then my zoom just closed. And then it reopened. Yeah, that so. happens sometimes.
1: Let's so I, was, hope it I, happen. I brought the block. Let's hope it doesn't
0: like, happen again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I brought up the block. And I was saying, like, I've watched a million times and I've seen a million different reactions. Some people, you know, former, current, present, whatever, players, everybody's, everybody, like, it's such a mixed bag of clean, not clean, under the rules, cheap, dirty, blah, blah, blah. See,
0: seems like. And this was uh, what I said to uh, uh, Randy the other night, but it's like, man, preseason game. You know, at this point, we're out there, the foam helmets on and practice and stuff. like that. It felt weird to just kind of dive at a guy's knees in preseason. I mean, if that had been, you know, if they're running a trap play on on fourth and two to try to hold on to the ball in the Super Bowl with two minutes left. Maybe it's not as big a deal, but it felt really weird just even seeing the replay that everybody's kind of going, you know, 85% speed in preseason. And then this guy comes and almost in slow motion, kind of just like dives at somebody's knees felt very weird.
1: Well, you know, for me, I I don't know the rules anymore. And also the NFL has made such a. It like, means like they've made such an effort to really control the head hits and the head blows right right while conversely the knee stuff in my opinion gets worse which is just as important protecting guys knees protecting their you know soft spots there for shredding ligaments and tendons and everything i just don't and
0: and and to me it it does feel like you know the across the you know the the receiver the, the unprotected receiver or whatever getting lit up in the head or the quarterback, you know, taking a shot to the face is one thing. But for, for generally every single other position on the field and every other like engagement combo, protecting those guys' knees seems way more valuable. Like you don't hear a lot of offensive linemen like, oh, oh man, got concussed. And it's like, I got chopped and now I'm out for fucking the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. They they definitely protect the skill players more because they're the sexy players. They're the marketing type of guys that bring in the money. But the same token, yeah, you have to protect these guys. You, I mean, there's no game. You, you know, if you don't have guys to protect your skill players, then you don't have a game and you don't have the excitement. They definitely have to modify it. To, but I don't know what it is. Obviously, everything happens so quickly. Yeah. This one it looked like 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 he hesitated and then he went like he it looked like he was almost unsure yeah of, of what to it, do it,
0: it seemed like he was it seems like he almost was avoiding contact too yeah it was like you're coming down you're you know you're kind of pulling across all right well this is the name of the game you're just going to have to you have to go head to head with this dude uh sure. you know p- pun intended uh instead you went head to knee with this dude Classic Randy Ruther, Bengals, dirtiness, Randy. Randy already down a case of the, of our glorious Miller light to me. After betting me that Joe Burrow would be in the top seven on the NFL's hundred greatest players. He came in at 21.
1: That was a reckless bet. So just explain that. Cause he that texted, was a
0: reckless bet.
1: He texted me on the side. So I guess the NFL network does their top 100 players. So, This is nothing, you know. This is opinion based, right? And he thought they'd have Burrow in the top seven. I also thought that was reckless. I think Burrow's right now a top five quarterback for sure, but to have him in the top seven of the entire league overall,
0: reckless Randy—that's what we call him.
1: So he bet you a case of Miller Lite on that.
0: Reckless Randy Ruther, yeah. But we've got a couple Miller Lite bet cases bet over the course of the year. So
1: I'm looking. You got a Joe Mixon versus.
0: Joe Mixon versus Saquon bet, which I didn't uh I didn't throw out there, but he made that bet um when he was on the sports gambling podcast with our with our friends over at that show. Uh yeah. one of their hosts, one of their hosts is a Giants fan. They made a they made a Saquon Mixon and bet. And I said, Yeah, I'll I'll tap into that action. I'm down. I'm down to put a little Miller light on a uh Saquon Barkley bounce back year.
1: So Burrow comes in at 21, at least. Again, I don't even know who's ranking this. If it's analyst players, whoever it is. I wonder what quarterbacks were ahead of him. Do you know? I don't know. Okay. I mean, we can assume. Rogers, Mahomes, Allen.
0: Probably Brady. Probably Brady. Maybe Herbert. Maybe not. Maybe your boy, Russ. Maybe not.
1: No, you can't put Russ above him right
0: now. Come on. Oh, uh, listen. I, the, the only reason I would even say that is because I'm of the opinion that Russell Wilson, great quarterback, universally overrated.
1: So. I can't stop saying. I, I do. I'm just saying it to myself now. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's I can't stop saying it. I, I, I was doing it this morning. It's just. It's too catchy. And then you
0: sent the. Bronco's country, let's Rive 9-11 meme. And I was like, this is a meme made for Andy Ruther. This is a this is like an AI-generated Andy Ruther meme.
1: Some, some dirtball sent this to me. So somebody made a video of, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> I am. I shouldn't laugh, but it, dude, it's so ridiculous. It's hilarious. It's the planes crashing into the Twin Towers in the background. And it's the video and also the audio. That's basically the, the green screen is the, the planes crashing into the Twin Towers. And it's the behind, video of Russell Wilson. Let's ride. of Russell, And he just keeps doing it. And I've planes. seen a lot
0: of these memes lately, you know, where somebody put some weird shit into AI and they show you what came out. And I feel like that's Andy Ruther, dirty sports, hot takes in one meme into AI. And it's Russell Wilson doing let's ride in front of the 9-11 attacks.
1: We ha- we haven't had many Andy Ruther did nine eleven in a long time. No, no, that was he who shall not be named. Oh, he that was that. he
0: coined that phrase. Yeah. Well, you know, I was always a fan until he started sucking off the government's teat and refused to pay us our money.
1: That was just you.
0: Yeah, but it's still the dirty sports we.
1: Sure, I feel yeah.
0: The dirty well, sports podcast.
1: Well, we had some exciting news on what Saturday night. I think it's exciting. It's wild. I still don't believe it about Tom Brady and Gronk almost going to the the Raiders. Raiders.
0: Would have been so nice. Would have been such a Darth Vader
1: move. I get yeah, I guess I guess Gronk and his entire family does a UFC Gronk cast. Right. It's Gronk cast. It's all him and his meathead brothers and I think his dad. I didn't watch anything of it, but it's basically the Manning cast, but the Gronk cast.
0: Which and now, basically, and basically these are all the dirty sports rabble casts. I mean, let's be honest. We did change sports television forever. I mean, it is and, crazy. And like, you know, like many of the things over the course of my career, just ahead of our time.
1: Just ahead of our time. It is crazy that that we were doing this six years. Prior to all this happening, so he's on this platform. Let me
0: let me guess. Gronk did the UFC thing for 24 hours and drank as much booze. Yeah, we've we've been there, done this, guys.
1: So he has Dana White on, and Dana White talks about the greatest deal that fell through. I'm gonna play the clip.
2: It's still there. You would have been. You would have been. So I would have been. I I'm the one. I, I, I worked to put that deal together for Brady and Gronk to come to the Raiders, and it was almost a done deal, and at the last minute, Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him, and Whoa. Whoa. all hell broke loose, man. It, it was crazy. and. And, and Brady was already looking at houses, and it wasn't being said yet that Gronk was coming. So Las Vegas would have had Brady and Gronk the year that the Bucks won the Super Bowl, except Gruden blew the deal up. And there's so much story that goes along with this behind the scenes. And I, I, I was never going to tell that story till. Gronk just said it, but uh, and, yeah, and Dana. Let me oh, tell that you what exactly Brady would not happen,
3: and you just told the story. <laughs> 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 that exactly is happen. Happen. Wow. Wow. wow! Breaking news: You wow.
2: have wow. wow. with the Gronks. John Gruden
3: screwed
0: yeah. up. <laughs> <stopped running> <laughs>
3: Going to the right, worked ball. out for yeah, the ball. best, and I'm glad it did not go through. Really? Yes, I am glad it did not. So you go said through, he was worked out. Worked out won the Super Bowl. Yes. No. I mean, it all worked out for the best, man. I'm okay. glad we went to Tampa, man.
1: It- you that's sure, Do you think there's any exaggeration here? It sounds like it's pretty accurate.
0: I mean, it sounds like it's pretty accurate, but also, how many teams were they on the verge of? Like it, every team in the NFL now has a story about Tom Brady having a pen in his hand prepared to fucking sign a contract with them when at the last minute Brady's like what what, which are these pens he's like this through door number one is the Dolphins through door number two is back to the Patriots through door number three is Raiders he's like I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm just gonna close my eyes and walk through a door every fucking story it's like also I could just hear John Gruden being like, you know, I like Gronk, he's a grinder, but Brady, this guy always screaming at the refs every time somebody hits him in the face. Come on, man. You got to toughen up. <laughs> you got to be more of a grinder. Just just bloodletting babies and drinking their blood. That's not what a grinder does. Well, that's
1: the crazy part. Does Gruden not really want Brady?
0: Who fucking knows?
1: I mean, I mean, that's that's kind of lunacy to me. If you could have Brady if you could have had that for a year. Brady and Gronk, and you're obviously an offensive minded coach. I don't understand why he would go with Derek Carr. Not that Carr's bad, but I just don't know why you wouldn't do that.
0: That's why I'm like, you know, is there is it and, and Dana White did the deal? What the fuck does Dana White have to do with anything?
1: He's like Mr. Las Vegas.
0: Yeah. So now he's the Raiders GM?
1: we've seen the rate. I mean, I mean, the Raiders owner gets a $7 haircut. at super cuts. I'm just yeah. saying. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Cause we all know that's what I, I don't know. It's doing. just,
0: it just seems, you know, was he closer to signing with the dolphins or was he closer to signing with the Raiders? Did he almost go back to the Patriots? Yeah, but I think he ended the, up with the what, fucking box in the end.
1: I know, but hold on. Well, the dolphins would have been this year. I don't think the dolphins was back then. Right. I think the no, dolphins the
0: dolphins was back
1: then. I thought back then when he did it down to like the Patriots, the Chargers. He said the Chargers were real close because of the L.A. thing. And apparently the Raiders. That's what I'm saying. Where's he been? He's back at camp today. Who, Brady? Do you you put anything into this mass Singer theory? Have you seen this? No. What's the mass Singer theory? No. Brady's been gone from camp for about 15 days. No, about okay. 10 days. Personal reasons. Somebody spread something on Reddit and it's just caught. And now, like mainstream is talking about it. There's a theory that Tom Brady's been gone away from the Bucks camp. Again, it was personal reasons that he was filming the Mass Singer. Wild. Which is a wild thing if it is true.
0: It's a wild reason to miss training camp.
1: Right? Yeah the mass singer like at this point in brady's career can he just do what he wants and do that
0: uh i yeah i have no fucking idea
1: i'm shocked you haven't seen that
0: all i can think about i know it's it's cliche but like imagine if there was rumors out there that like odell missed camp to be the mass singer (laughs) A lot of wraparound sunglasses and trucks, hot takes happening.
1: I mean, this, yeah, this is like, like mainstream. We have obviously the gossip sites are reporting this, but mainstream sites are reporting this. I was reading stuff today on like the Wall Street Journal. Like, it's I've just watched,
0: I've watched, i watched exactly five minutes of the Mass Singer. I think it was after the Niners Chiefs Super Bowl when they like debuted the show. And like somebody just didn't turn off the fucking game. TV, yeah. Uh, otherwise, like, are people watching this?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. Our country watches the worst fucking shows. I, uh, dude, I, uh, th- I I live with somebody who does.
0: You live with somebody who watches The Masked Singer?
1: No, watches awful shows. Yeah. I, look, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm Shots
0: not- fired across the across well, the new Andy Ruther complex.
1: I'm. I'm just saying. Like, dude, I tell her this all the time. Like, Love Island. The, the real house, like the real, like the, like, I just don't, I'm going to come across like an asshole, but I'm going to say it. Like the, these people on these shows, these people, okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they have zero depth or interest. Like, like she watches Southern charmed and I'm like, okay, so it's rich people from the South and I don't watch it. It's on the background. Right. And my thing always is what, like, what is interesting about these people? You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. You've done nothing to be interesting. Like, what's, what's the level of it? I want somebody who maybe had to battle some things. There's some depth to them. Like, there's, there's no depth to this. And I guess people say, well, that's why I watch it. But I'm like, they're boring. There's nothing interesting about a dude wearing a fucking bow tie in Charleston, South Carolina, who grew up with family money. You're a douche. In fact, I would go as far to say every single person that I've seen on Southern Charmed, I want to punch in the face. Let me tell you how I really feel, Joe Prano.
0: Well, at least we know what side of the Civil War Rutherford was on. He's ah. like, Ohio is kind of weird, but I'm coming in. I'm punching Southerners.
1: I mean, it's just it's, just, it's like what, what, it's, it's all these Andy Cohen shows. It's just it's shitty TV. Put on a nature show. Put on a show where you learn something. Put on the Smithsonian channel. Learn some shit. Put on a new a good drama. I don't know.
0: Well, I, I feel like we need a dirty sports uh masked singer correspondent, though. Like, is Brady has Brady been revealed? I mean, we know Brady has been revealed on the show. Why are there people that think this? Just because it's out there in the rumor mill. I think someone started a Reddit.
1: And that's what happened.
0: And I mean, and it, do you, do you, I know, I know. At this point, and we just had Matty Goldberg on, so I don't want to, I don't want to set him off. But even with everything that Brady's accomplished in his career, do you sell a little bit on Brady if he took two weeks off from camp to be the masked singer?
1: Yeah, if it's true, I definitely sell a little. I mean, the person who started You're this.
0: Just me. Because Eli Manning couldn't win a Super Bowl and be on TV singing in a costume, why you have to hate on him? But again, another I'm just just messing with you, Maddie.
1: Another show though. I don't. I don't like.
0: Is it still is is like Doctor Ken still the judge and like
1: yeah, and Kenny McCarthy it's, and <laughs> it's it's just like. Oh, there's a celebrity behind this mascot and they're singing. Like, we are so stupid. We are so stupid. And by the way, I'm not a brain surgeon. I'm not saying I'm out there curing cancer because I'm an idiot too. But like, I just, I don't know. At this point in my life, the thought of like spending my time being like, who's the person singing?
0: I Yeah, I mean, I just don't even understand how it, it's it's that's the part that's so frustrating about even just like working in fucking the business. It's like, hey, I got a really good idea for a show. And they're like, is it horribly st- stupid? And can we push Jenny McCarthy on people for no reason?
1: Yeah. And for the record, I used to love her like when she was on Singled Out, when she was in Playboy. Jenny McCarthy was one of my first like major, major crushes at like the age 14. Like when you're hitting puberty and you're starting to actually get real boners you know and you can jack off like like the boners of 414 they're kind of like you know they're like kid boners you're like getting man boners like jenny mccarthy was my girl i loved her i was so but you don't tune in i look and i don't like dislike like my thing i don't really know i don't like dislike jenny mccarthy but my point is she's not bringing me to watch a show with ken jong and whatever judges to decide who's singing like that doesn't i i just don't like give me the appeal and by the way i hate the term guilty pleasure i hate that it's my guilty pleasure no you like it because you watch it my mother used to always say that
0: but i mean guilty pleasure that's what it means you like it but but it would maybe popularly be something that would you would, one would feel shame about, and therefore you you feel guilty about liking it. But do you Doesn't feel guilty?
1: That, do you? That's that's my point. Like,
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't watch.
1: No, I'm saying my, this, my
0: guilty pleasure is heroin. So yeah, I mean, sometimes I feel guilty about it. Like,
1: does someone feel guilty <laughs> when they're openly watching a show? I don't know. I like. I don't know. Like,
0: to me, I, just to, I just want to know. I just want to, Like. To me, this would be this would be a great and, you know, to me, I'm again, I'm not a Tom Brady. I am a little bit of a Tom Brady hater. I always say I'm not a Kobe. You are. I'm a little bit of a I'm a little bit of a Tom Brady hater, but that's because he cheated. So, you know, you can't can't be in favor of guys who just blatantly spit in the face of the rules. Um, He was a cheater and he pretended he wasn't a cheater. Uh, even though his team got punished multiple times for cheating. So I'm a little bit of a Tom Brady hater, but I, you know, for a guy who kind of always, always wanted to see the demise of Tom Brady, I'd love to see the Bucks go, you know, nine and eight the season after Tom Brady is the fucking Sasquatch on the masked singer. Well, we don't know. Being nice, end of the. We don't know. But at some point, the singer must be unmasked. And then they're gonna be like, oh my god, it wasn't Tom Brady at all. It was Wonder is Fred Savage. We did not see that coming. No, he got me too, man. And he's then, not, he's not doing it. Oh,
1: did Fred did Savage got it? me too? Oh yeah, he was god. he was he, he got he, he, <laughs> he got popped in the last like Fred was doing
0: some Fred was doing some bad things. Fred was being extra savage.
1: They call him Fred Savage for a reason. Yeah, he was. He got. He got. He got clipped in the, in the movement. He was. He was. He was one of the many a movement. I mean, he was. He was. He was one of the many who got hit. It. I. I do think it's a bad look. If true, I. I, yeah. I do. But whatever. You know, the season's around the corner. We're, we're three less than three weeks away.
0: Meanwhile, Gronk's on a, You know, on a UFC cast. He's like, it's crazy. Tom and I. We almost went to the fucking Raiders. Tom was gonna to play quarterback as the Sasquatch. It was gonna be ridiculous. Ken Jong, we were gonna sign him as a slot guy.
1: <laughs> you know, Gronk was Gruden, on the mass singer. then
0: Gruden came in and fucked it up.
1: Gronk was on the massing. Yeah. That's 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 part of like the rumor. Like,
0: Gruden's like, I just could I just couldn't figure out who Brady was gonna throw with the Sasquatch uniform on. Make <laughs> him make it out like I'm the bad guy.
1: I can see, I can, you know, it's crazy, but maybe, maybe I can see the Gruden choosing Derek Carr, yeah, over over Brady. So, since last Thursday, Albert Pujols has gone yard three times. I, it, it's unbelievable, Andy.
0: You like for it's amazing. I swear to God that there's almost like a part of me that believes like you've got a little Stranger Things going on where like while you're asleep the sports gods will like implant weird hot takes in your brain. Like you don't even, you you almost refuse to talk baseball at this point. And then you just came into an episode last week and you're like, Albert Bulls isn't going to get 700. Well, I'm like, where does this come from? You're just like, I don't know. Just thought it should be said. Meanwhile, home run, home run,
1: home run. Look, I said, I want him to get 700. We're it's... like,
0: we're in like mid August. You started talking NFL exclusively in mid June. Suddenly on an August episode you just go, "Hey, just uh before we get to some other stuff, I don't think Albert Pujols is going to get 700 home runs."
1: No, I said I thought no way cuz he was 11 short and he's not playing as many games this year. Yeah. He's in his 22nd year. I just thought no way. Now going yard three times that quickly that's going to help. So he's yeah. at 6 he's at 692. It's still going to be really tough. He's got to go yard Eight times, saying
0: it, dude. He's gonna go yard eight times before before our Miller Lite ad on
1: Thursday. Again, I hope he does. Yeah, I mean, I hope he be, does too. It'd be really cool to have somebody reach seven hundred again. But you don't think it's gonna happen? No way. I Great. still say no way. He is really playing well in the second half of the season. Now the Cardinals yeah. are too. They're really growing that lead of Milwaukee. They've won seven in a row. And I think I picked the Cardinals to make the World Series. It was like my under, you know, underdog well, pick.
0: Always a fun pick because they're always in the mix. Remarkably well-run franchise.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Now, on the other side of things, Marcel Ozuna gets a DUI, Yeah, plays, gets booed by fans. How many times are we going to say this? If you have millions of dollars, why are you not paying a ride share or a personal driver?
0: Because we learned, we learned when we saw the video of his arrest, why they don't, because he literally thought rolling down the window and going, I am Ozuna from the Braves was enough. So these guys literally think that can, that can do it. Not to mention if you're Marcel Ozuna, maybe don't do that. During years where you suck, I am Ozuna from the Braves. Yeah, that's why we pulled you over. We're trying to arrest you to keep you out of the lineup. <laughs> we, didn't even, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't even think you were drunk. We just ran your plate, saw it was you, and we're trying to put you in the clink so that you can stop striking out every game. Um, also, I love Braves fans. Braves fans don't give a shit. Braves fans were booing him because he stinks. It like he could beat their own mothers. And drive drunk, you know, onto the, into his place in the outfield, provided they, he was hitting.
1: I haven't watched the video. I'm going to play it right now.
3: How you doing, man? Hey. Huh? Sorry, sorry. Oh, you're good. I'm Officer oh, that. North Cross Police. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out soon up from the grave. Sorry, my dog. Right. Hey, the reason I'm
0: stopping you. Did
1: he say sorry, my dog?
0: You were speeding on this road, boss. Yeah, you're going pretty fast. No. You know what the speed limit is? No,
1: bro. Wait, did he hand an ID, a Braves ID? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to rewind this. I think he hands him a Braves I, ID. I just,
0: I just love the idea that he has like a translator in the locker room and he goes out for the night. He's like, okay, bye. And he's like, Marcel, just remember this. for it. Can you re- repeat this? I am Ozuna from the Braves. If anything happens, just say, I am Ozuna from the Braves. <laughs>
1: This is amazing.
0: Okay, I am Ozuna from the Braves. Sir, you're drunk. I am Ozuna from the Braves. Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah, you're going pretty fast. You know what the speed limit is? Dude, he did.
3: 45. 45, man, yeah. You also failed to maintain land. He handed him his
0: baseball card.
1: Joe, Joe, he handed him his MLB. Do you want me to
0: sign? Do you want me to sign it? I am Ozuna from the Braves. No, I know. I got that. Yeah, he gave him Ozuna from the Braves. I'm Ozuna from the Braves. (laughs) I am Ozuna from the Braves.
1: So he gets right. (laughs) He gave him his driver's license with his MLB ID. I I mean, I mean, here's the thing, though. Smart move. Yeah. Hey, he, look, dude. I, I legit play for the Braves. Here's my ID. Let me off.
0: This baseball card says your OPS last year was two thirty seven. Unfortunately, <laughs> we're gonna charge you with murder.
1: I think. I think that's one that it's funny. Like people just get slapped on the wrist for. Like when it comes to penalties with sports leagues, I think they should be harder on that. Like just for stupidity. Yeah. Like if you're that again, if you're that dumb to drive while drunk and you have that much money and how easy it is now. This is unbelievable. I can't believe he did that. I'm Mazuno from the Braves.
0: I'm here for all negativity in Braves' land. I I'm I'm hating the Braves fans these days. Just hating.
1: That's always been the Mets' number one rival, though, right?
0: I mean, you know, obviously in the last thirty years, the Braves have been dominant in the in the NL East. Obviously, the you know the long run of twenty straight fucking titles and whatever. But so, yeah, I mean, obviously, we hate Philly as well. Um, you know, we've had, we have, we've been rivals with the nationals over the years, but yeah, I mean the Braves have just been the Kings, but that's, that's kind of what annoys me the most about them. You finally did it. You finally won a world series after all those titles and all the choking, Um, you know, your, your second title in Atlanta last year, matching the Mets number of titles in New York. I know we're, a horribly deficient franchise and you guys are glorious and you finally matched us in titles last year. So that's a confusing statement, but um, I know we're, we're, we're trash and you guys are elite, but I've just never seen a franchise. So ins- you just won the world series. Why are you even thinking about the Mets? You just won the world series. Well,
1: yeah, so, in- so
0: insecure,
1: so Ooh. insecure. Well, I think I think most sports fans are. People get cocky. I mean, I saw it, it dude. I mean, fans. We talked about it last episode and fan bases and how ridiculous they are. I, I saw and I, and I didn't respond. I, I did you see somebody tweeted at us? Were, I don't know if you were you tagged in that.
0: Uh, I think so. Was it was from a Ravens
1: fan? Yeah, and and dude, I mean, it's just funny. It was from a Ravens fan about the Ray Lewis being like he was he was was, there when it happened so you were there when a murder happened and by the way that's just not like that that's just half the story again he had a white bloody suit which is just gone it's just never been seen before disappeared
0: like it's inside the masked singer costume with tom Brady. that's where they've been (laughs) hiding it (laughs)
1: that'd be great sir
0: sir, uh Thank you for coming to uh, Baltimore Harbor dry cleaning, but I'm not sure we can get this blood out of the suit. I am Ray Lewis from the Ravens. Uh, Okay. I am Ray Lewis
1: from the Ravens. Yeah. He was just there when it happened. Yeah. For Lamar and the Ravens, you cowards. No. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Why? No,
0: no. Respectfully. And disrespectfully, no. Why? No. I. By the way, it's it's so funny. We've I've talked about it so much lately because I find I feel like I just finally got to the heart of this. It's like my the overrating, underrating thing. Really, just like it's really at the heart of everything. It's like Lamar Jackson's great. Good for you guys. If you guys like him, then you then fucking go for it. Stop going around screaming that he's the fucking league MVP every year and how. We should respect him and how good he got. Like, if he's that, then just win, man. Yeah. I don't care. Sure. You think I give a fuck what happens in Ravensland? Make fucking Lamar Jackson your quarterback. Make Samuel L. Jackson your quarterback. I don't give a shit who your quarterback is. Make it fucking Joe Flacco. Make it Waka Flacca. I don't give a fuck who plays quarterback for the Ravens. If you guys are happy with Lamar Jackson,
1: great cover, band, if- Walk a flock of Flacco.
0: <laughs> yeah, you could be. Fu- I don't give a fu- I, I literally don't give a fuck. If. Ken Jung from the Mass Singer is the quarterback of the Ravens. I don't give a single fuck about the Ravens. Love to see that. So if you guys love Lamar Jackson, why are you trying to tell? Why do I have to love him?
1: It's because they think he doesn't get respect. And again, it it definitely turned into a racial issue, whether it's fair or not. I don't know. But there's plenty of I'd argue there's plenty of black quarterbacks in the league that definitely get respect or you could argue are. Over respected or overrated, so to speak, then again, it would come into the argument, well. Like Mahomes is biracial, I mean, like I'm staying out of that, but I don't know, I think that's what it is. No. Is Russell Wilson biracial or does he just act white? I don't know. Deshaun but- Watson
0: has been accused of raping 30 it, you know, sexually assaulting 30 people. Everybody's like,
1: he's pretty good though. That's right. Let's Hey man, I I I think mean, I think this is a make or break year for Lamar. We'll see. You know, right now, gun to my head, I'd say the Bengals win that division. I mean, I, I've i joked and talked trash before, but like all things aside, I think I think I could
0: I could see the Ravens winning that division. no doubt
1: about it I yeah, could see the I, could too. that
0: division I could also it. I can't see the Ravens playing in the Super Bowl. no so no it's just me.
1: well here, here's a good question as we ha- enter into the season because we talk about these young quarterbacks especially in that division. game winning drive on the line. who are your top 10 quarterbacks? I'm not even talking, you know, just who you think your top 10 game winning drive on the line. Does he make your top 10? Probably not. Exactly. And come playoffs. That's all that matters. Game winning drive on the line in his division, him or Deshaun Watson. Maybe toss up. Maybe. Maybe. Both
0: behind Burrow and Kenny Pickett. You're riding that Kenny Pickett train, huh? I do like Kenny Pickett. Listen, I've I've kind of I've been talking about this. I've been kind of hating the Steelers. And I have I have loose ties to the Steelers, you know what I mean? But I've been kind of hating the Steelers all these years because of Roethlisberger. And it's like nice to be able to like root for the Steelers a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, I'm gonna play a call. So somebody's already wanting to make a bet with me based on the last episode.
3: What's up, guys? Corbin from Colorado here calling in. Uh, I'm just listening to Thursday's episode, uh, and Andy is already taking the Chargers to win the AFC West. Now I'm a Chiefs fan, so of course I'm in the AFC West news a lot. I see everything that gets done around. And I swear, for the past five years, the Chargers are going to win the AFC West. Even with Phillip Rivers and these stat squad that they've had, they say they're going to win the AFC West. Now they've got Justin Herbert, and they're going to win the AFC West. And it's never happened. The Chiefs have won the AFC West since like 2015. Ain't nothing changing. So if Andy wants to put some money on the line, the so 100 bucks on the winner of the AFC West, could also take the Chiefs. Stay dirty
1: and then the train picked him off. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what was that at the end? Did we were, were you were you on a ride from from Colorado to Kansas City?
0: Yeah, are you a hobo? So,
1: do you have
0: do you have a do you have a bandana with all your stuff tied to a stick?
1: Oh, why was that always a thing in in cartoons? How much how much stuff can you fit in a bandana on a stick? <laughs> who, do, who doesn't take a bag? What kind of what kind of what kind of representation is that who takes what can you hold in a stick a sandwich what's wrong with these idiots so a couple things one i disagree with you that everyone's been picking the chargers i don't think anyone picked the chargers the last couple years to be honest obviously we herbert was drafted nobody expected i think him to be as good as he's been i'm picking them i will not bet you Straight up, I don't have that much faith.
0: I mean, that division is going to be crazy. Yeah, there's not a single team in the division I couldn't
1: see winning it. Exactly. I could see any team winning it, and it is the Chiefs to take because they have won it, like you said, so many years in a row. And until someone dethrones them, I think the Chargers win the division. I think it's a bunch of 10 and 7, 9 and 8. Maybe, maybe the division winner gets 11 wins. I'd be shocked if the division winner had more than 11 wins. I'd be shocked. But the truth is, even for Patrick Mahomes, and, I, and obviously Mahomes is great, this is kind of an interesting year for him because he struggled mightily at times last year. For him, again, for No Tyreek Hill. No Tyreek Hill. You at a bad playoff game, you call it what you want. They were, how many touchdowns were they up in the Bengals in that game? Joe? Yeah. Two and a half touchdowns. You, you didn't do anything in the second half, anything. So, so I, I just think, I I think it's a big year for them. And I like Herbert. I still think that the chargers win the division, but I don't want to bet. I don't want to bet. I don't, I don't have that much confidence. So I don't know. We'll see. I just think that's such a stacked division.
0: Now, what if what if he came back to you with this, Andy? Let me just throw this out there
1: because
0: I like dirty sports bets, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Like, but but I'd, I'd be to hear interested to hear your take on this. What if he came back to you and said he'll give you the field
1: versus the Chiefs straight up? Would you bet Ooh. that? Yeah, probably and the odds just shifted in my favor like yeah. big time but I'm talk- just
0: wa- I'm just wondering how confident Chiefs fans are because yeah I like I said I could see any team winning that division I could even see Broncos country riding I could even see <laughs> lack of limits I could see Mr. Unlimited I could see Derek Carr with Gronk and Gronk's brother and Gronk's dad with Gruden as, as a as the masked coordinator, but uh, yeah, I do I wonder how chief how confident cheese fans are. They're they're just gonna win the division. It's our division. Everybody in this division got better, but
1: it's still ours. I how think Chiefs fans, from what I've seen, I think they're extremely confident still, and that's fine. You have a great quarterback you won the division this many years in a row we'll see him without tyree kill if it affects him that much i don't yeah. know there's
0: it's, certainly no history of andy Reid just totally losing his touch
1: no he i think he's a great coach so yeah. you guys should be good but i also i've seen upgrades all those other teams upgraded you know like The Broncos were still an adequate team last year. They gave a better quarterback. The Chargers upgraded all around, especially defensively. Their defense was terrible last year. And if I'm the Chargers, I do what you were saying last year, and I was reading somebody saying that. Whatever number they think is – I saw a tweet like that. I think it was – I forget who it was. It was basically saying whatever number – I think Lombardi's, their offensive coordinator – whatever number – Of deep passes he thinks he should throw, he should multiply that by two every game. Yeah, yeah. Because Herbert throws such a nice deep ball, and they have the receivers to catch it.
0: I heard a story. uh, So there's a bar here. It's it's called the Lucky Beaver. It's 24 hours. It's open 24 hours. They serve really good burgers, really good. I had a steak there last night. It was delicious. 24-hour bar. I heard during the golf tournament, Travis Kelsey was there every night till 7 a.m., and then he would go home to his room and still somehow golf at like nine. And apparently the secret is like chugging pineapple. He would go out and then chug pineapple juice. This is just this is just rumors and hearsay. But apparently leaving Lucky Beaver regularly at seven AM.
1: Wow. So You think he does it? You think he parties? I don't think. You think he parties during the season? I don't know. I think it's tough yeah. Maybe
0: to, he goes. Maybe he goes hard in the off season.
1: Yeah. Well, he for sure goes hard in the off season. I mean, he's he's really. Kelsey's really building a pretty impressive statistical career at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. He's tracking as maybe the best tight end, receiving tight end of all time. Gonzalez just has such longevity and the numbers. Yeah, it'd be tough to beat. So, Dennis Rodman is going to free Brittany Griner now. I don't know if you saw that. Great. He's going to go to Russia.
0: It's great. I I like that Dennis Rodman is just like our fucking communist correspondent. Like whenever. Wow! Right. Yeah. Whenever we need, whenever we need help with the dictator, we send in Dennis Rodman. I look forward to being like. I don't remember when you were wearing dress. And he's like, yeah, yeah I wore a dress one time. Yeah, so can we get this bitch out of here? What's going on? You're like, okay. Like rot. Like, what are we doing?
1: Well, it's not like, being said. Like, this this, like a, this, this, how this how is isn't like This isn't like a. This it. isn't like a sanctioned. This isn't like. It's not, this isn't like the the Biden administration is saying. So who's sending him? Robin is going. Who's sending him? Dennis is going like on his own, I think. Dude, he's. (laughs) I mean, he's nuts. He said, I got permission to go to Russia to help that girl. I'm trying to go this week. He is more likely to hurt than helps," said a senior Biden administration official. Yeah, they're they're not like we're not sending him. Robins just like, hey man,
0: <laughs> okay,
1: I'm gonna go. I'm hopping on a plane to Moscow tomorrow. Let's see if we can set up this meeting with, uh, you know. Putin, make it happen. We'll play a game of horse. I beat her. She, she, she leaves. He beats me. I has to stay here. Or, or, or
0: just Putin's just shooting around and Rodman and Brittany Griner just rebounding for him.
1: I wonder if we'll get to meet Putin though. He's already met him before. Of course he has. Yeah. In fact, his, uh, Putin's a star fucker. Well, they all are. That's what's so fascinating yeah. about all this stuff. All these countries. Putin, and all- Putin definitely
0: watches The Masked Singer.
1: Oh, for sure. So he took a trip there in 2014, Robin, and he called Putin cool. Of all the words you would use right. to describe well- Vladimir Putin, I would never use the word cool. <laughs>
0: I hope I hope it works. I hope I, oh, I would love too. it if Dennis Rodman came back with Brittany Griner.
1: How funny would that be? Just them getting off the plane together. And to be honest, I wouldn't even be that shocked. Like we live in such no. we live in such a wild everyday South Park episode. I wouldn't be shocked if he came back with Brittany Griner. Like nothing would surprise me at this point. I mean, he used to hang with Kim Jong Un. Like, like legit hang with him. Like your boy, you're visiting. Like that's your old college buddy. Like his old college buddy is Kim Jong-un. You're like, what? You're going to Kim Jong-un's house for the next few weeks? Yeah, man, we're chilling. Play some video games, smoke some weed. Get some girls. Like that's his college buddy. Yeah. Man, they're
0: just kicking around causing mayhem fucking Kim Jong-un definitely has like the Dukes of Hazard car. They're just fucking driving around North Korea. You get pulled over. He's like, I'm Kim Jong-un of the dictator. They're like, oh, of course. Sorry, sir.
1: I got to bring something this is Dennis
0: up. Dennis Rodman. Marcelo Zuna.
1: I want to bring something up, which I texted you about last night because it has to be set on Dirty Sports. Because I want to get some takes. I want to get some opinions from dirt balls. And then we'll get the dirt ball calls. Because I know we have some mailmen that listen to the show. I know for a fact.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you brought this up last night. I can't wait this. uh, Let's go.
1: I know your opinion on this. So Roscoe yesterday was maced by a mailman. He is a 16 and a half pound multi poo, and a half years old. So he's a small dog. Now for the record, he can get real barky and I, I would, you know, maybe let's use the word aggressive, but but it's 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 small dog energy. You had a small dog. I would see that sometimes from Vince, you would see it, right? The small yeah. dog
0: energy skateboards.
1: Yeah. And he's, and he's the same way with skateboarders and bikers and it's small dog energy worked up. I did not see it happen. I came home. Not sure why mailmen are delivering something on a Sunday. Very confusing. Not the regular mailman. So I came home. I opened the garage door. I run into one of the bathrooms to pee. We have to leave right away to go to my, my girlfriend's parents' house for dinner. And so he runs out the The door, he's obviously not on a leash or, you know, electric fence or anything. And he was out there for maybe 20 seconds. So he ran out the garage door and probably ran to the front yard. And I hear him barking. And then I go to pick him up, Joe, to put him in the car to go to her parents. And he's got orange film on his back. Or, I'm sorry, before that, he's trying to like rub his face in the grass. And then I go to pick him up and there's just an orange coat covering his back. And I go, what is this? And then we take him inside and we wash him off. And, uh, like in, like probably within five minutes of driving to her parents, he couldn't know, he couldn't open his eyes and one eye. he's like Now, how did shut. you
0: know, like, was there any confirmation that this is what
1: happened? Well, that's a good question. It, it, we're like 99% sure.
0: Right. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but I'm just wondering if the mailman was like, I dropped off your Bed Bath Beyond coupons. I also maced your dog.
1: No, we don't have that confirmation. We have the okay. mailman. We have the mailman driving away. He clearly must have got so. So we, I, I live in a in a homeowners association. So all the mailboxes are up at the top of the street. So he had to have been delivering something to somebody's door. We live in a cul de sac. Right. So I kept thinking. She said to me on the drive, "I think the mailman maced him." And I and I just Joe, I didn't even that I didn't even want to entertain that. I go, that's crazy. I said, Google animal. I go, you know, we're by woods, too. And I don't know what animals spray, whether. I know a skunk wouldn't spray that, but I was like, Google orange film. I was like, he got I kept saying he got sprayed by something. Some animal felt threatened. I don't know if an opossum or one of those. I don't know if they can spray stuff or other animals. (laughs) I'm
0: not an animal expert. Do Do you think that there's like fucking predator from fucking the, the schwarzenegger movie <laughs> living in the woods is this a is this is this a fucking sci-fi film this is just like uh, one of the dinosaurs from jurassic park lives in the woods and it's, it's shooting poisonous spray out its mouth at small dogs
1: i don't know again orange film his eyes aren't opening so possums i don't know if possums can shoot orange mace i don't know man I didn't know. So I said Google and all your
0: nature documentaries. You're unsure whether or not fucking possums have
1: mace breath. I usually watch documentaries in different countries like I haven't been to, you know, so I I don't know. Anyway, she is like, I think this is the mailman. He was driving off and then she Googles that mace is orange. And it leaves that film. And then even what we had taken him inside, but we didn't know the degree. We would have thoroughly washed and we just washed him in the sink real quick. And also we have a ton of shit in our garage, right? I took a ton of shit right now because we just moved in. So it's like, did he bite something? Did he get into something and something? So we have all these things. We obviously would have just completely cleansed him had we known. So anyway, we go to her parents. We stop, we get some stuff. We clean them out. He ends up being all right, but like it took hours. There's no other conclusion at this point than that he was maced, right? The mailman was seen leaving. We heard him bark. Yeah. It's not your, it's not our normal Monday through Friday mailman. So my question is this. And I went and and it says on the website for the United States Postal Office, and I sent it to you. It's like that that they can use that if they feel threatened. But I would counter this with, like, how threatened did you feel? And I know, and I know, by the way, I'm trying to understand from the mailman's perspective. I, like, you're in a shitty position. You deal with dogs all day. This little shit doll comes running at you. I'm just hypothetically creating the situation. I don't know exactly what happened. But I do know where I used to live in my parents' house. The mailman had little treats. And something kind of similar, I was doing yard work, and he... And he got out and he tossed Roscoe a treat and then he chilled. So my thing is like, shouldn't the mace be the last resort, especially for a tiny dog?
0: Well, I'll tell you what my reaction would have been. I would have called the police. And you know me, I don't call the police if I don't have to. And I would have said, I need to report a murder. And they would have been like, "What?" I was like, "Tomorrow, I'm gonna murder my mailman." So, you—if you, you guys want to be here for like a pre-crime situation, but just know that I'm gonna fucking murder this dude. You, Mace, a 16-pound dog, you're catching hands, dude.
1: Right. Like, I'm now I,
0: in a, a, a war. I'm I'm now in a war with that mailman. If I'm you, know, I'm that's like, what I, okay. That's what
1: I'm thinking. Like like I don't know. The, the opinions have been mixed. Like like. Because you go to their website and again, they basically, I mean, it's on the United States Post Office website using dog repellent, questions and answers about dog repellent. And they basically say that, you know, it is approved even by the Dog Humane Society and and in certain instances, because I know, man, I'm being attacked by dogs. I, I know that's an issue. I'm not saying that that's not an issue. But I also think the circumstance, right? Like you have a an older small dog, like you're using mace.
0: Yeah, dude. Like, when homie's he, like, "Yeah, I mace three
1: poos and a Chihuahua today." They're like, "Ah, uh, bro, like what if he, like what if you got seriously blinded by that?" I mean, he was he was jacked up for hours.
0: This is definitely a light blue matters, light blue lives matter type of situation. (laughs) Safari hat lives matter.
1: I mean, I'm look, I'm trying to see this rationally. And obviously I have, I have feelings, uh, emotional connection, but like, i'm more i would
0: definitely listen i would definitely give the guy three to four seconds between punches to let
1: him try to explain himself well well well, here's what i'm gonna do here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i I met our new mailman really nice guy and it's not this guy so so he introduced himself to me and he's like i'm gonna get you some new keys and he was cool i'm gonna ask him i'll see him sometime this week and and i'll say to him i'm like hey man who's delivering mail on Sunday? And I'll, and I'll ask him like, dude, what's the protocol for you guys? And I'm like, did you seen my dog? It's a, he's a tiny, again, he can be, he can be a little asshole that's barking and those sort of things. But he's a 16 pound dog.
0: Also, honestly, the idea that a mailman makes his dog and doesn't tell you is kind of ridiculous. Hey, your dog bit me and I had to spray him with this fucking sure. dog repellent. Your dog bit me and I, I, I you know, I gave him one shot of the repellent.
1: Just yeah. so you
0: know, just so you know, I agree your dog with orange shit. I
1: agree. I, and, and, and to me, that's part of this. It's like, dude, if you knocked on the door and we're like, hey, man, I'm delivering a package next door across the street. And this thing came running at me. And I and I and just said, like, dude, I turned around. I didn't know the size of your dog. I sprayed. I got some in his face. I got some on his back. Like, I was like, OK, dude, fair enough. But he drove, I saw him, when I got out of the bathroom, I saw him driving off around the corner of our cul-de-sac and going off. So he didn't make any effort to stop. And there's no other explanation. Like you said, unless there's a velociraptor or some sort of Jurassic Park animal living in the side yard or the backwoods, there's no other explanation than he got maced. And no one else was around. So like nobody did that. And my neighbors wouldn't do that. I've the reason I'm bringing this up, I've never heard of this. Like, has anybody else had their dog maced by a mailman? I've never heard of this. Again, to me, this is like the last resort sort of thing.
0: I've never heard of this either. And now I want to know the answer to the questions, because like, I don't have a whole lot to do at the moment. And I have no problem going full vigilante and traveling the country, murdering postmen who have maced dogs like like fucking Steve Buscemi and in Billy Madison. Like I'm putting on the lipstick and crossing off names. Like let's fucking go, dude. This is a thing. I mean, it's enough of a thing where it's on their website.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm just like you, Joe. I was surprised, and I, and that's and I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, how many? Like that's why I'm putting this out there. I think we have some dirt balls. If you don't feel comfortable calling the show, I respect that. DM me on Twitter, or Instagram. Like I like I just I'm wanting to know like like how big of a problem this is because to me this is a this is a uh,
0: i mean the idea that you're driving around in an old world war ii army jeep and you're not prepared for combat seems crazy to
1: me to me this is a very ridiculous response i felt like you that i made the joke yesterday at dinner i was like i want to go full liam neeson you know like i will find you yeah what's wrong with you dude at least knock and be like dude i felt threatened i'd still be pissed but at least you at least you owned up to it yeah you maced an adorable 16 pound dog
0: roscoe stumbling in still in a
1: mace haze unbelievable i don't know i'm getting i'm getting you know Getting something slid under the door. I don't know. Does, <laughs> does Roscoe have opposable thumbs now, dude? Blitters. Like you think? Like you think? And then we'll go to some dirtball calls and wrap up the show. But you think this is completely egregious and ridiculous that this would happen?
0: I'm. I'm. I. I just had my phone out. I'm looking at flights to Cincinnati so we can hunt a postman. <laughs> what are we talking, talking about here?
1: Well, we'll see. Again, I, I would love anyone who's had any experience with this, whether they were a postman or, it, sadly, if it happened to their dog. Joe, I've never heard this my entire life, and obviously, you and I have, dude. We're in our forties. Like I, the amount of dogs we've been around or owned, or I, I just never heard. I just never heard this of a thing.
0: Like, I'm dude, just upset even to have said the word mace multiple times and not in reference to feel so good.
1: <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop. I feel you. Okay. Let's get to some dirt ball calls. 310 359 8365. Free Roscoe that's gonna be the title of this segment. <laughs> Calling in with a little, a little mellow what, what a mellow take a different mellow take they want from you.
0: Okay.
2: Joe and Andy, Matt from Pittsburgh here, first-time caller, long-time listener. Yeah. Hey, after listening to that last episode, <clears throat> I feel like I have maybe the only realistic take on being a defendable Carmelo fan, and I think it's unique, so let me explain. Uh, I graduated from Syracuse University 2003, the year Syracuse basketball won the national title. Carmelo was a freshman and star on the team. So imagine being a senior in college and your school wins the national title in either football or basketball. It was incredible. And I was also on the rowing team in college, so we all mixed with the other, you know, student-athletes. And, uh, you know, that really made the national title that much more special. So I'm from Pittsburgh. We don't have an NBA team. So the professional basketball version of Carmelo really didn't do anything to harm me personally. So I absolutely agree with all the takes on Carmelo's professional career, but I'm still a fan because of what he did at Syracuse. And I'm especially interested to hear Joe's take on this as he's a New York guy and he has spoken favorably of Syracuse in the past. So I can really imagine a young Joe Prano, fresh out of college, watching that 2003 NCAA tournament and taking on Syracuse as his team actively rooting for Carmelo as they advanced and made their way to the final four. So <clears throat> let me know what you guys think. Uh, condoms are for city of Cleveland. Uh, never forget your football team is an expansion team. Thanks guys.
0: So there's a lot of layers to that thanks for the call. Always great to hear from first time callers. A lot of layers to that, I mean, essentially, The most important one, and you know he was open and honest about it, which is the NBA means nothing to him. So, you know, uh, it kind of doesn't change the fact. You know, it's almost like being a Buffalo Bills fan and being like, "But OJ was just so good for us." You know, it's like I, but we're we're just gonna pretend what happened after didn't happen. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, I get it, I get it. I mean, listen, I don't live in Southern California. I'm not a blonde woman, um, you know, uh, the 2000 yard rushing season. It was it was a big deal here in Buffalo. And you're like, I get it. I get it. Um, but he murdered some people. Um, so hold on one second. Where am I? at? I 10%. I get 10% of battery. Hopefully it doesn't run out in the moment or else I'm gonna have to plug this thing in real quick. Um, so. The thing with Carmelo is, first of all, I think you have to Carmelo was great for that Syracuse team. And that was awesome. And it was yeah. a fun championship run. And I did root for them. You, the one thing is when you look back on what all, all, that came after, I think that what you should be left with is a, even further appreciation of Jerry McNamara, even further appreciation of Jim Beheim, uh, Hakeem Warwick, all the people that went on it, because what we've learned is Carmelo alone is worthless. Now, You can be one player who's an elite scorer and, you know, go very far in college basketball. We've seen guys do that. Um, But for them to have run it and won that championship, like have a little respect that there was actually a coach that got the right shit out of Mello. that there was teammates who were able to coexist with maybe the most selfish basketball player we've ever seen. Um, So, yeah. Carmelo, nobody has ever doubted Carmelo's talent. And on the college level, talent alone and just being better, being an NBA quality, being a being an elite NBA scorer while in college, you can carry a team essentially, but you should come away with it being like, man, Jim Bayheim he got the best out of Mello. Wow. Look at what happened at look at Jerry McNamara's career after Mello left also exceptional college basketball player have a little bit of appreciation for the other guys who were able to yes ride mello to a championship but be a big big part of it
1: that was a fun team well let's not forget i mean how many how many threes did magnamer have in the final game remember yeah when he just went off i mean the final game especially in the first half i believe they were playing kansas that was a that was a fun team to watch, and I remember that. So I was a junior in college at St. Louis University, and I was also rooting for Syracuse. I agree. They were a fun team to watch, especially when... And and don't forget that Hakeem blocked to end the game. Yeah.
0: They, 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 Kansas had a shot to win it at the end, or to tie, I think.
1: Yeah, no. And you're right. I mean, that's to, to me, you know, I'm lo- and I wasn't following as closely back then. I'm in college. I'm partying, all those things. All I knew was mellow, 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 mellow. And then you start watching games in the tournament. They had it. And nice... then of course,
0: you watch. But then, of course, just just watching the next couple of years of Jerry Mack.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100 percent.
0: I mean, one of the greatest college basketball moments ever was the Bayheim. McNamara press conference.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I mean I mean they yeah, they had a squad for sure. Okay, we got we got a call. I'm gonna play this and then I'll play the clip that he sent me to, to put it in context. Call from longtime dirtball, Steve. But we haven't heard from Steve in a while. Steve from the OC.
3: All right, it's been a minute. Uh, Steve Stoner, Jerry Buffalo, C, have a few formal live gatherer of in the Fan and Cage Niglia. All right, I haven't called in in a minute, but I'm watching ESPN and they're doing, you know, the normal Sports Center recap. And uh, they do this, you know, respectful thing for Luke Knox, brother of Dawson Knox. And then they suddenly. They transition into another story, and Neil Everett just goes, "Oh, well, not to be Bob Dylan, but I'm going to take you back to Kansas City, and they roll into highlights of the NFL Kansas City Washington Commanders game, and it's like, bro, like you just did an in memoriam. Could you could you express a little tact and not, I don't know, try to make it really shitty?" SNL pun or fucking daily show pun. Like just say, oh, on a lighter note, we move into the NFL. And so my question is this, because this call has gone way too long, what's the worst ESPN transitional fucking announcement that you've ever heard where you're just like, What? That doesn't make any sense. You just had like a shooting death and then you transitioned into a uh, hundred and six yard return dash touchdown anyways condoms are for uh, fucking rob manford always
1: so i'm going to play it it's pretty awkward again this is they're going from the bills highlights to kansas city highlights so he actually he DM'd it to me
2: Seasons at Old Miss before
3: transferring to FIU for what was said to be his fifth year. I know Bob Dylan, but we're going back to
1: Kansas City. Up the chiefs and Bro. Here's my thing from a production angle. It's not easy to go from talking about someone dying. My advice would be either cut to commercial, right? Like that's where then they go to a commercial break. Right, they they set the clips up differently. That's on the producer of the show, or I agree. You make on a lighter note. Yeah, we're going to Kansas City for Chiefs Commanders highlight.
0: Or you know, she did the report about that. It's like you reference it, just reference it. Like terrible story. Like you know, thoughts and prayers to the Knox
1: family. Yeah,
0: but yeah, thoughts and prayers to anybody playing Pat Mahomes in the preseason because Kansas City rolled.
1: I definitely wouldn't make a Bob Dylan reference. Like, and it was like seamless. Yeah. I don't know off the top of my head, I think the best ever transition, as we know, is the Nick Castellanos. Yeah. Tom Renam and Nick Castellanos.
0: I mean, it's referenced every day still. Every I mean, I, day. I
1: mean, I mean, that is one of the best transitions that there's ever been.
0: I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run, and so that'll make it a four nothing ball game. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's gonna be for the Reds. I don't know if it's you are for in my Puerto Rico. I'm to apologize for the.
1: I mean, that's that's just unbelievable what he did right there. Yeah. Look, it's not easy when you're talking about that stuff. I mean, so I don't know. Again, but I I put more of that on the the producer. Okay. I like
0: that. Steve, uh, Steve was fired up about it.
1: Oh, he was fired up.
0: It's great to hear from Steve.
1: Yeah. Appreciate it, Steve. We got an offer for something, Joe. Me and you. Oh, a we go. Ball. Extending a... Invitation? Little a, little, okay. a little invite.
0: Let's go. Can't wait to hear it. What's up, DSPN? It is Legoy calling you live from the 315 with my boy. Spin that record.
3: And throwing out a proposal to you and Ruther and Prano,
0: Um, Come to a Bills game. And... I'll buy you guys tickets and I'll put you on an Airbnb and we'll rage and we'll have a good old Buffalo time. Let's do it, boys. And that's it. Condoms are for uh, people that buy ice cream at gas stations. Just go to a fucking ice cream parlor and don't hog the <laughs> don't hog the fucking lane or the bucket. the uh these the guys <laughs> these, the three, three one five crew. Later.
1: so you're so i we appreciate that so the offer is bill's tickets and the airbnb wow
0: i'm I'm just looking at the schedule i'm just trying to see like you know who the bills have at home and when lots of fun games
1: the bills first have play, a fun schedule this year first place schedule right there man yeah they're gonna, they're gonna play a lot of good teams it'll be fun
0: Obviously, you already have a Bills game on your schedule. You're going to Bills at Bengals.
1: I'm trying to work on some bills bengals things with Randy Ruther.
0: But, I mean, it's a couple weeks before that, the Bills have the Jets at home. Bills have the Dolphins at home a couple weeks before that. Bills have the Browns at home. Bills have the Vikings at home. Bills have the Packers at home on Sunday Night Football the day before Halloween. Wow. Andy Ruther dressed up as OJ Mahomes in Buffalo for Halloween.
1: Hey, y'all, I'm OJ Mahomes. I mean, we appreciate that. Why don't Joe and I powwow on this? It's a great offer. I'd love to accept it. And that was a really interesting condoms are for people who go to the gas station to buy ice cream to clog up the lines.
0: Yeah. I do hate it whenever I'm, like, at a gas station and I have to go in, which, for the record, like, can we do something about gas station machines that just, like, cannot figure out? Like, if I, see, like, two things are going to make me really angry today. One, that a mailman maced your dog. And two, just the thought of seeing in that horrible digital font, "see cashier. Oh. No. <laughs> Why? You're right.
1: Is there anything worse? No. I refuse.
0: <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. I'll try my card four times before I fucking go to. And then it's like see cashier. I'm. A, I'll, I'm I'll gonna go. To, I'll way. go to the next. I see I'll, my way to a different gas station.
1: Yeah. I'm. I, I know. I, I do not want to see the cashier. No. No, sir. Oh. No. I got to
0: go. Time. And I got to stand by some lady buying ice cream. And then I got to be like, I don't know, dude. It told me to come see you. I got a fucking cryptic message from your machine outside that I got to come talk to you personally. C cashier,
1: yeah, I know.
0: See me steal gas.
1: That that's a good condoms are for. Condoms are for the C cashier. That's one of the worst, like first world problems, but it's so annoying.
0: See me leaving, bitches.
1: Bye I'm going, forever.
0: I'm I'm going Andy's fucking mailman. You're gonna catch me around in the corner. <laughs>
1: All right, you got to get out of Airbnb and I, and I got some things I got to hop on as well. That'll be the show today. So those will be the calls 310-359-8365. What
0: a great yeah. show. Sorry, we're, sorry was short today, Andy. It's uh right. but we'll, we'll we'll make it up on Thursday. Um but a reminder, not only do we have another podcast on Thursday. That'll be longer cuz I won't be trying to quickly escape a, a uh Airbnb, but also on Thursday I have my show at the Hollywood Improv. Joe Prano and acquaintances if you're in the greater Los Angeles area, or if you're willing to drive from outside the greater Los Angeles area, or I guess fly for that matter, you should come to that show. It's going to be a great show. Me, Lachlan Patterson, Nate Craig, Sam Goldstein, Mary Romeo, uh, Hollywood improv lab, uh, details on all of my social media details on my website. All my social media is at Joe Prano. My website's Joe Except for Twitter, where I'm still at fix your life. Uh, come to that show or, uh, starting Monday through, the following Sunday, the 29th to September 4th, I believe, I will be at the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas. Two shows a night for seven consecutive nights in Vegas. If you're in and around the Vegas area, come to that. If you're going to be in Vegas, which stirp also already told me they are. Um, yeah. Hit me up. If you want to play some golf in Las Vegas, hit me up today. I'm going to go play Edgewood, Andy. Nice. Nice.
1: All right, guys. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TheDirtySports. I am on social at Andy AndyRuther. And please DM me or call the show for your thoughts on Roscoe Gate with the mailman. I'd love to hear from mailmen. I'd love to hear from people who maybe have been in a similar situation as myself. What do we do about this situation, guys? Please let me know. Okay, we'll be back in a few days. Much love to all you guys. Stay smart, stay safe, and also stay dirty.